Hey everybody! Happy New Year! Welcome to the Juicy Happy Cuff New Podcast. Year. And welcome, welcome, welcome! I am your host Bernard, and I am Valerie. And welcome to the podcast. In this new year, on this beautiful Monday. <laughs> hopefully, you know you got your drinks. Um, you're not hungover, or hopefully you are off. If you're not, Big I don't know hopes. what to tell you. Um, I'm going to be enjoying my day off. I'm a firm believer that we do not work on holidays. Who are you telling? New Year's being one of them, and I'm a firm believer that we don't work bringing in the new year. Because, you know, those are one of my superstitions. If you work and bring it in, you're going to be working all year. And that's just not good for you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not mad at it. I like a job that follows federal holidays and un, and extra holidays for diversity. Exactly. Right. So we're going to start out what you got in your cup. Ugh. So, about, I think October, I bought this habanero infused mm. honey. That'd be good on some pizza. And <laughs> I've been trying to figure out, well, I've been trying to figure out, I've been trying to get a moment to actually utilize it. Mm-hmm. So today I made a um, homemade margarita and I did the rim of my cup in this. My mouth is burning, but I'm loving every minute of it. Mm. It tastes so good. So good. And I have a garlic infused one too. I was happy to actually like bust it open and actually just start using it. I'm down for that. It, this is like a, a secret, amazing little addition to my little collection that I'm about to start. Mm-mm. I was at a farmer's market and I seen it and I was like, oh, this this is good. And then he let me taste it and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. See, let, me that's get, what I like. let me get that. Let me get one of those, one of these. I like farmers market because I, especially when they like have their product out for you to kind of try. Mm-hmm. They, they be trying to take all your money. That one was a good one. It actually comes every year, and it was directly in front of, you know, where Crew is downtown, Frank's yeah. Pizza. Oh, where that dog park is. Mm-hmm. That's where um they set up at on Saturdays and I think Sundays, mm-hmm. and I got doggy treats for Charlie. Um, I got that. I got like some body oil. Like they had an ice cream thing that was out there by black owned people. Like and the ice cream was amazing. Like when I tell you they had like that was one of the best ones I've been to yet. Hmm. Right. Highly recommend it. No, I mean I would say I would try, but you know, I'm not gonna be in town. Yeah, you sure you made these choices. Yeah. Well, you know, we have farmers market too. They always have some damn farmers market. They be advertising. I haven't yet to go though. You haven't been? 
I haven't been. Every time I think about going, either I forget the day or I kind of just, you know, I need to start writing down. So what is in your cup? So I went and traded Joe's um, about what, last week, um, and I got this um, Moscow. Um, it's their um, Trader Joe's brand. I, mean, I think I told you last podcast. I think I want to try like I like tequila, so I was no. It's a, apparently Moscow is apparently better than tequila. Right now, it's like a smoky flavor. I'm willing to try like another one. It's not bad. Like I like it. I would get it again. I just know like i have to intentionally put certain things with it it won't go with everything like it ain't no cranberry and type um you know put it in well i don't use cranberry too often but it's no cranberry and throw it in some stuff but i did have like some simple syrup um store brought because i don't i, I don't drink that much to be i'm making my own that's why I needed the, the delay of starting to record today because that's what I was missing. So I had to bust me down something in the kitchen real quick because I was like, I can't have this margarita without some simple syrup. And you have the patience to do it. I think mainly it's not about like not drinking because I can keep it in my refrigerator. It's not a problem, but I also I don't I don't like making it. I used to have to make it for chilies all the time, and I didn't really care for doing that. What Man, you don't do like about boiling water and sugar? Because I cook all the time. If I ain't, if I'm cooking for food, oh, yeah. cooking for a drink, I'm okay. Hey, I'm not that invested into drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to not... actually look up the shelf life because I have some at my boyfriend's house, but that's been over there since around Friendsgiving, and I'm like, I plan on watching. Well, as y'all can tell, we kind of pre-recorded this, but I plan on watching the FSU game tomorrow. Okay. And I'm like, I need to know if my my simple syrup over there is good. I just made some for my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to look up what's the shelf life after you make it and jar it up. I keep them in mason jars. Oh, you put it in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Mm. But when I have bought store, well, a couple of friends givens ago, somebody came with simple syrup. I don't know who. And when I actually went to open it up to use it, it was expired. So I was yeah. like, oh, this has a shelf life. So that's what made me think I need to look up what's the shelf life if you make it at home. I wonder what's it mean? I, I, it was certain like point <laughs> I used to come over and make, um, I used to make simple syrup um, because I did it so much at work that I actually kind of just naturally do it. But it does, yeah, it does definitely because it gets all sticky. I think you're the person who made me realize simple syrup was easy to make. Probably. I think I was at one of your places and I was like, what you making? He's like, simple syrup. And I was like, oh, it's just that easy. And I went home and made me some because that's how I started making my own um, sidecars. And, you know, because you boil the water. I don't boil water. I forgot. Um, I can't remember how I did it, but I never boiled. I never like boiled water to make it. I know for sure how I haven't boiled water. It? Mm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to um, scowl online and see how chilies make they, um Once I see the recipe, I can see. Because what I do is I take the sugar, I pour it in there, I pour some water over it, and normally bottle water, and I let it boil for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I let it cool. Once it completely cools, I jar it up, and I make sure I stir it while it's cooking mm-hmm. too. But um, yeah, I just make sure that all of the sugar granules have like participated, that it's dissipated in the water. I can't remember what I know. Sugar water. That's there. all it is. I think I mix mine with like lime juice and like agave. Mm. 
I, like I said, I'm going to have to text you, you know, once line. I look it up. Because I remember we had to make simple syrup a lot, um, or like a mix. I mean, that, um, yeah. Okay. So, what got you going? What got you going this week? Oh, I, know, I can. You going this week? I don't know. No problem. I can go first. My insurance. <laughs> Which one? Car? My car, insur- uh-huh, my car insurance. So, I had called them like a few because my insurance ends um the six months ends next month um well for you guys this month um and it was going up forty dollars and I was in my feelings about it because I was like I ain't getting no accidents I barely drive my car so I need to understand why is it going by forty dollars so I called and they directly told me because that the state of Washington has an increase of um robberies of um and car thefts and all that stuff that they had to increase it for the whole um no their premium rates and my thought and when i when he said it to me i said well what i got to do with me mm. and i was like are you why are you gonna group me in something that's not my that's not my fault are you blaming me it's for the state the of washington is it your city um is your city affected by the state they do breaking cars a lot around here um, I think I am fortunate that I stay in where I stay at because you can't get out of my garage um, without um, pressing a key. You can sit in front of the um, you can sneak in if you want to, but if you if you don't know how to, how to get out, you'll just be sitting there. You cannot get out and <laughs> without that thing. And if you go through that problem that much, and I also put that um, I had locked my car to the point where I, it takes a lot. Also, you have a car, and I—I I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like people. My mouth is burning. Ooh. I feel like people <laughs> <laughs> who have um, cars but no tents. I feel like y'all get all the love because people that be robbing don't really try to. In my opinion, mm-hmm. so I've had a car. I had my um, Chevy Evio. Ain't nobody try to break in that bad boy. I had no tents. You could see what's in there, unless you want to really be like, oh. They must got something in the glove compartment. Ain't nothing in there either. Ain't nothing in my trunk. Um, my trunk. I always get complimented on um how much um how empty my trunk is. I don't have any gifts, and I don't know. I don't really like. I'm um I don't like collecting stuff. I'm the same way. Cause I don't have nothing in my trunk besides my little book bag for working out, and it's empty. It just got a towel in it. And maybe, maybe sometimes a bottle of water. And that's it. And my back seat be empty. Mm-hmm. I think it is the not having kids part. But then you yes. have people who don't have kids and they just messy. Yeah, that's that's their problem. But I called them and after he told me that, I was like, well, me and him um, work some things out that I'm going to keep to myself. I just understand that I got it back to my original rate. It's people like you. And you're the same zodiac sign I just realized with my other friend Mercy. <laughs> and I don't know, like, it's something about when y'all call customer service that y'all just have the gift of gab that things work out in your favor. I've seen my friend in college call Sprint at the time and go off on them about a bill that she was responsible for. <laughs> and they deleted the whole bill. That's what I'm talking about. And she's born a few days after you. And I'm like, how did you get them to come down $40 a month? 
what gift of gab do you have? Because I couldn't even hit the lady at Netflix to give me three months free. <laughs> they wasn't much. willing to work with me in no way, shape, or form. But you able to get them to knock off, what, 40 times six, $240? Mm-hmm. Man. Man. I don't have that gift of gab. That Netflix stuff, I, you know what I, 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 it was a trick that I learned from um Deontay. If you think I, he is better than me as far as getting what he wants, if you ever need something off off your bill, call him. Let him know the situation. He'll get it all. I promise you, he will. He he's way better. I agree. Than me. He's somebody who won't who won't let up. Mm-mm. They they are. <laughs> I've that's what I learned. Like. All right, send me your manager. Your, and you send me to your manager, and they say the same thing. Okay, great. Um, what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to just go ahead and email the situation to this everybody. Everybody email I can possibly find on the on the um, internet, and we go on and figure this out t- all together. All of a sudden, then it's like, I couldn't oh, even get the manager's manager. You know what I'm saying? That's how bad it was. That's what I'm saying. I feel like the moment you start doing that and like especially like with him, I didn't all I had to do was kinda like threaten he kinda like worked it out. I do think sometimes it's like a way of being nice but also being like stern that I don't know, like I said it's it's this finesse, but that was going um, that that was gonna happen. So I damn with that man I said, Sir, if my bill go over two hundred dollars, I'm not paying it. I said I don't drive my car enough to have insurance in the first place. So he took it down. Man, work some things out. I want to be like you when I grow up. <laughs> I don't. Have, I, I need this. I need that juju to rub off on me for the new year. Look, I be I be trying to lower my bills. I've been um real cheap lately. What got you going? Yeah, that's why I felt like when I um well, what got me going? What got me going? Spare. I gotta go back to my memories. So I have two things. Oh spirit right so y'all know i'm a spirit connoisseur and i recently um just came back from the miao um and and my route to miami huh i'm jealous man it was everything even though i felt like i spent like i was a trapper while i was home (laughs) but and all in all i had a great time um i'm still tired and still trying to recover but yeah i love home um so long story short like this message is for those people who have an issue with spirit more so Mm -hmm. like spirit was on time the customer service was okay this time um even like the 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 price of the bag wasn't like 50 dollars like i feel like spirit really was doing a big one for this this um this trip Mm -hmm. however the patrons who were actually flying on spirit irked my world it was coughing all over the place and i felt mm. bad once i got on that plane because i was like damn i didn't bring a mask but outside of that um it being on time during the holiday season and there not being no hiccups mm-hmm. spirit won for me they was the winner now what really got me got me going if you know me, in my brain and in my heart, I feel like I'm half Bahamian, half Mexican in another life. So I love my Bahamian food and I love my Mexican food. So I had to make sure that I got me some Johnny Cake and Kunk salad while I was home. But 
while I was there, I went to this place called Kunk Heaven. And I just have an issue with island restaurants. I never get a warm and fuzzy feeling, greeting, service, just anything warm and fuzzy from an island restaurant. They food fire, and that's why I'm there. But I never go there for the sake of customer service. The same way I don't go to Snappers for customer service. I go for the food. But they've gotten up and hip to today's time. And they now have this, when you're ordering to go, they have a little tip section on the receipt. Mind you, the lady did nothing special. She was nice, short, and stern on the phone. And she was nice, short, and stern when I got there. But when I got her to pick up my food, she going to hand me the receipt. And that was the nicest she was. This is your receipt. Here's your amount. Here's the tax. She circled, here's where you can leave a tip. And then here's your final price. And I went to the tip part immediately and wrote zero and put a line through it. Because I'm going to return the energy. You didn't deserve a tip. Mind you, my food wasn't ready then. So my food was, so I was like, yeah, she ain't too happy about that. So food came and my food came with somebody else's food. Mind you, me and the dude had the same thing. I just had double of my order. Mm-hmm. She gonna tell the dude. She gonna hand me myself and be like, "Here go your food." The dude come up to get his food. He's sitting next to me. She's like, "Here go your food. You have a nice day." I was like, "See, that's why your ass ain't getting no damn tip." She being passive aggressive. Nonetheless, she can have it and phase me. My food was still good. I added my little pepper in there. Shuck up my little conk salad and had my slice of Johnny cake. I was in heaven. I feel like you always have bad experiences because that one place that's not too far from your house, they were so nice to me. They were like so nice to me. Every time you went, you talk about they were so nice. <laughs> Every time. I think I told you, I think I lucked up because when when they first saw me, I, I like I saw this old lady getting out of the car and she was moving quite slow. And so, but I was by the door. I had just walked in the door and so I just kind of like walked back out the door to hold the door for her. Hmm, maybe they remember that part. I've done nice things. Maybe they didn't see it, but shoot. I don't know. Also, we well, you know I ain't been I, there since I think you left. Really? They some, they, I like the cocoa bread and um, Jamaican patty. But, I still go, but I normally, you normally just get what I want while you I haven't been there in mm-hmm. a minute. I guess you know what I, I think a lot of me and customer service, if I feel like slightly, even slightly like you, um, you're really not interested... I have a habit of kind of like shutting down and I don't, I'm not rude about it. I just kind of be like, I just start minding my own business. And so, you know, if you're trying to start a conversation with me, I'm, I'm most likely look at you like I'm a kid. I'm like, huh? Oh, I didn't know you was talking to me. I start <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I, it's really nothing for me to mind my business. I'm not saying you're not minding business, but I think when I do feel people who are not, I'm in a space where like they're like being rude. I was just at that point openly ignore our like our interaction and just be like, okay, well, this is what I want. And after that, I just be ready to pay. I just I've learned silence to me has been like the best and the most pettiest thing I can ask, absolutely do to people. I totally agree with you, but I feel, in my personal opinion, if we were to revamp society at this point, mm-hmm. there should be no reason that Subway is asking me for a tip. That Ooh, um, Starbucks in the drive-through is like, hey, it's a little questionnaire here if you want to answer it. No, I'm that. not giving you no effing. 
every time I go to Starbucks up here, they they, they must have had a, a staff meeting, uh, a, a national staff meeting, because they say, there's a little questionnaire here. The questionnaire is, do you want to leave a tip? How much? No, I don't want to leave you Even no tip. Even if you pay on the app? You've been doing the same thing. The, the app, I don't know. I don't ever do the app. I always do. I go through the drive-thru. And I'm like, why are you asking me for a tip through the drive-thru? You have done nothing besides the basic simplistic service. Even and I feel like because maybe they can't get the, they turn the screen to me, the little thing you put your card to, because um, I, I don't pay why. with my phone. They turn it to me and they like, it's a little questionnaire here. No, screw you and your questionnaire. I think once I left it because I was like, they was just so sweet. And sometimes you could get me when you're really, really nice and your customer service good. I'll leave you a dollar or two, but I'm not going above and beyond. <laughs> Now, when I'm at a restaurant, a sit-down restaurant, and mm -hmm. you are serving me, I'm going to tip you. I went to Houston's while I was home, and I think I left like a $55 tip on a, what, $200 bill? So, okay, I got you. I'm I'm cool with that. But not on no, I'm coming through the drive-thru, and you handing me my food, and I'm, I got to extend my arm through you and reach over to grab my food, all this extra work and body we're movement. Not, we're not Hell no. I understand. I don't believe in tipping Starbucks people. Much as I like Starbucks, more so fast food. I'm more inclined to tip maybe like a, um, a mom and pop shop. Um, but I don't know when that culture of like now we got to tip Starbucks people. I've never had to tip even because I don't. Um, even if I don't, if I go through the drive-through, I still scan it. Um, my card on the phone. They don't um ask you anything. All they got to do is just scan it. And now but it's it's not just it's not just Starbucks. It's it's so Coldstone is the one that I actually be like, okay, I'll tip them a dollar too. It's kids, and I think that's why I feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, but like every fast food, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, even McDonald's ask you at this point. McDonald's, do you want to leave a tip? I feel like I've been to a McDonald's and they've asked me too. But why am I leaving? This is drive-through behavior. Why am I leaving you a tip? I feel like the McDonald's by Miles, mm -hmm. I feel like they ask you, do you want to leave a tip? And I don't go to McDonald's that often, but I remember seeing it, and I was like, this is freaking McDonald's. Like, you got to be kidding me. See, I don't believe in doing that shit doing drive-thru. I think that's my thing. I agree with you far as that. Like, I don't agree with doing it But even if I walk in, if I got out my car and came into you, and you're not serving me. What, it's fast food. I would, why? What am I tipping you? That's, I feel like that. It, it's going to be hard for our generation because unless that become like a standard, I still won't agree. I guess I'd be an old person um, because the standard is usually when you go to an actual restaurant. Fast food restaurants are not restaurants. That's what they are. They're food, fast, fast food delivery, but not to the point of like you're tipping them also. Because I've also so seen see, like, when you talk about Uber Eats and all of that and DoorDash. That makes sense. Once again, I agree. You're doing a real service. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that I should be tipping the individuals who prepare the order and put it on the rack. Too. I don't wonder like, how that no. tip is even dis disputed. Um, because all they're doing is grabbing the food and putting it in the... Uh, that, that's, that, that's a lot. No, I no, I don't agree with that shit. That's, that's the time you was getting wild out here. Mm-hmm. I ain't be doing it. Oh, I gotta find the damn thing again. Give me a moment. Lord <laughs> list form. Here we go. So let's get into these hot topics for the okay, new year. Okay, so I'll start it off. 
please do because I damn sure cannot find my um, my notes. I had did that little like, I have no idea where it's at either. I don't know how I even messed it. Oh, after short by created it, give me a moment. Go ahead and start it. I'm fine. It. <laughs> so, um, being this the new year, um, I wanted to inquire with you about like what's something that you do. I guess routinely, right? Mm-hmm. At the top of the new year to jumpstart your year. Um, it's kind of three parts to the question. So it's like, what do you do? Why do you do it? And do you actually stay committed to it? Um, mine is actually easy. Um, I have no idea. It's not on my phone, but it's on my computer though. Um, I never had a tradition for the new year actually. Like it's nothing that I do. Um, I know like when I used when I celebrated one time um New Year's with Amber, they did like the black eyed peas and the collard um I think it's cabbage or collard greens to wrap up and put in your wallet. I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. It's like 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 one it's like like it's like a dry pea and um I had it in my wallet for quite a while. I really forgot about oh, it. Oh, and a dry collard green? Yeah. I thought it was cooked. I was like, What? Oh no no. But um <laughs> I don't, I've never been one to like necessarily make New Year's resolutions. Okay. Um, I think I I have like ideas, but never something that I don't think I consider them like a New Year's resolution though. Because I always hear everybody do it, and I'm always just sitting in the corner like I don't think I think that far ahead to kind of be like. I can wish all I want to, but I know half the time I probably changed my mind like I did with them cats. <laughs> Well, you got people out here real mad at you about them cats. I know. You know my mama um, didn't know? <laughs> you know, I thought she was fucking with me at first. I forgot I didn't tell her. She was like, where your cat been? I heard you talk about your cats in a minute. And I was like, girl, it's been like a month. Girl, them cats been gone. Mm. What she said? She just was like, oh. Her and my grandma was like, I t- I see, they both was like, I told you so. And I was like, first of all, don't be telling me I told you so. Um... I am liable to change my mind. Understand that if you get to know me in my day-to-day life, I change my mind quite often. I'm a very impulsive um, buyer and thinker sometimes. I'm getting better. I promise. But sometimes I, do, <laughs> sometimes I just be like, I think this is a good idea. Then I get it. I'm like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Or sometimes I say yes to things. I'm like, I don't mind doing it. And then I'm doing it. I'm like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> my mind changes as if I'm flipping pancakes all day. I say, you know, you're entitled to. It's your mm-hmm. life. Nobody else got to live it for you. Yeah, no. Um, it's so funny that I added. It's so funny that I added this question to our thing because today we were having a team meeting and like, in our team meetings we were getting ready to literally say goodbye, mm-hmm. and somebody said something along the lines of like, um, "Happy New Year," and you know whatever your your traditions are, and she said something about grapes and I was like grapes and then we had like a whole 15 minute conversation about Latin traditions and some of the traditions I was like these are wild so they have this thing where they do 12 grapes and like with the 12 grapes they eat a grape at mid they eat 12 grapes at midnight one is for every month of the year and you make a wish about what you want to come to fruition for that month they also do this thing with underwear where you depending on the color of underwear you're wearing at midnight um, is significant of the of what you're looking for. So like red is for relationships and love. Yellow is for wealth, money, growth. 
um why it is for peace and tranquility um and if you want whatever you want that's a color underwear you wear and if you want multiple of those things and you wear multiple underwear and or you find underwear that has multiple of those colors in it <laughs> your face look disgusting <laughs> The final one that I am going to do is going to be the one where they have, so if you want to be, if you want to be like, you know, traveling for the next year at midnight, you're supposed to go outside with a suitcase and walk around the block. So I said, I'm going to try that one. But I said, do I have to walk around the block? Because at first I said, can I walk in my yard? And it was like, well, if you want to just stay domestic. And I was like, I want to go international. So... I'm gonna walk around the block, but I'm gonna either walk up and down the street or something. Oh. Um, but that was interesting because it came up after I had actually put that post in our thing. What were you gonna say? It did. Um, I was wondering what that was. Um, some girl, I've seen it, but my attention span wasn't wasn't long enough. The video was too long for me. <laughs> um, um, ADHD. Um, <laughs> um. I, that's interesting. I like that. I wonder what they say about it. Yeah, they so they kind of do it like they kind of do it like a. It's kind of like a funny thing for them too, because like it's a bunch of them at each other's houses, and they they all be outside walking with their suitcases or eating grapes and all of that. So it's kind of like a fun thing too, like an activity. Mm -hmm. But but it's true though, because I think um, I remember reading about something. Um, in one of my classes about speaking stuff out loud and it took me i didn't realize that's because at first i don't think i really dove into like those things of like if you speak it i'm like i don't understand what the hell that means what what do you unless you're doing action i thought of it more of an action but i do understand now nowadays that speaking a lot of things and performing the action also speaking like well speaking mainly can eventually go into your whole i guess cycle of your center of you and you can kind of like promote what you're doing in a way, indirectly, indirectly. I totally agree with that. I do. Um, so for me, um, one of the things that I do religiously since about 20, I want to say it's 2019, 2018, mm -hmm. 2019 is when I started. Uh, it's removing social media um, from my phone completely. Um, so like any type of like, things that are um the, the instagram the facebook um the tiktok um i remove all of those vices from my phone um in an effort to kind of center myself get away from filling my head with all of that information and utilizing that time that i will use maybe waking up in the middle of the morning and jumping on social media or in the afternoon doing the whole thumb stroll I utilize that time to devote to things that I'm really, really interested in and either learning or honing a craft, et cetera, et cetera. And honestly, I try to do it for three months, but I bare minimum end up doing it at least for a month. And I'm able to see such a drastic change in who I am as a person um, and my attention span, even my awareness, because I remember the year I was moving to Texas, I did it. And I remember being out with your mom. And like everybody was in their phone. And because I didn't have social media, I wasn't in my phone. So I'm observing and I'm looking around and I'm seeing what's going on. And I'm like, we really are overly consumed in our phones. We are definitely. Um, it's funny because um, sometimes I wake up in the morning, I'm going to work. Um, 
I don't feel like looking at my phone. And so I, I still have like my, I have like music playing, especially like some days I don't really feel like talking until I at least get to work. And so I play like a lot of jazz or like a lot of like um, lo-fi um, music and I just kind of sit there, I won't touch it because I have a um, playlist that I don't touch and it mixes up. Um, and so when I'm on a train and you look and you're like looking at everybody, everybody's like head down, each and every from old people, young people, no matter who you are, they are all looking at their phone and it's just like, oh, okay. You know, you're just like, well, I guess I'm going to be sitting here looking at everybody, looking at their phone. <laughs> I said, would you be the first one to know if something happened because everybody else is super engulfed in what's going on in their devices because that sometimes it's not just a phone it's a tablet or whatever someone mm -hmm. and that's down to a baby because i feel like in this generation that we live in there is no longer a pacifier the pacifier is a tablet or some electronic device that can keep them calm Yeah. Well, I the think pacifier and sucking on the passy is no longer the thing anymore I think the TV just it sparks like entertainment for like I guess people and animals. I've also seen an increase of like animals watching TV. I've never seen um any of my pets or pets growing up watch TV actively, but I've seen people on social media like pets like actively watch TV with like like I said I think it's like a century like it's it's TV for a lot of babies a century overload, but. She watched TV religiously. Really? If I'm sitting on the couch and I'm watching TV, Charlie would tune right in. And you would think she know what's going on the way she'd be watching. Ooh, you gotta watch all dogs go to heaven then. She like, she'd be having active listening. I'm like, girl, do you can you tell me what happened? Oh, and speaking of friends and other people and responsibilities. <laughs> Uh This is one of you your want me to ones. talk about it? Mm -hmm, Cause I I It's forgot showing what affair. it is. So the question that I want to pose to you is um, based off of something I've seen on social media. And it's basically, is it your friend's responsibility for your actions when you are drunk? Um, in the specified clip that was shown, a girl was texting her friend um, and basically going off on her because at a point in time when she was drunk, Um, she did some activities, um, with a young man and she was actively in a relationship. I'm not sure if she was engaged or what, but she was in a relationship Clarify that she cheated. and, and she cheated. Um, and long story short, like, instead of taking accountability for her own action, she's coming through a text <laughs> thread to tell her friend that you were responsible for making sure that I didn't do these things. And um, I found it to be very interesting that that was a perspective that she took versus it was like a deflecting instead of looking at her behaviors and her actions. mm hmm What's your thoughts? Is it your responsibility to look after um, the boys and their actions when they're drunk? So I'm, I'm gonna start off with them um, with, with the question we'll answer first, then I can explain. I I will go, in a sense. Um, I think it's like a healthy balance, quite honestly. Um, I don't think you are fully responsible, but I do think if like um, I don't know, it's certain things that I do know. I feel like hopefully you were in a group of people and they see you kind of getting a little too drunk, and it happens to people. Um, And you start doing things. Um, I don't think it's your full responsibility, but I will say something. 
I feel like at least say something. However, if the person's like, leave me the fuck alone or leave me to no, leave me alone on top of stuff, and they're like very adamant, getting too aggressive with it in a sense, then that is all you. I can't do nothing about it. I'm not going to force you. I'm not Jonathan. I'm no, no, I don't know that situation, but I'm not going to force you into something that <laughs> you know that I want you to do. No matter, no matter, even if I'm correct or in in the right. I can't stop a grown person's actions. Do I think it's responsibility as a group? I think in a way, yeah. Um, like if you just meeting people, I'm more inclined to be like, hey, you don't know him. I don't, you know, he can, he can slice your neck off um, in the next hour or so. You sure you want to do this? Let's try to do this or let's drink some water. Usually I feel like when friends get too drunk, I usually at least try to get them water. Now that I'm older, I usually try to get water for myself because I've also been a drunk friend with Deontay and um Antonio and you know, I really thank them. <laughs> and we all I feel like me we have all had our moments. Um, but I do think We have. Mm, I was famous for losing my wallet and not caring. I lost my wallet so much. I can't believe I can't believe how like out of I was aggravated with myself eventually. It was like every time I, I lost my wallet. Zero. The levels of zero fuck you have when you lose your wallet behooves me, okay? That's how many times I lost. It was so much to the point where, like, Navy Federal knew to give me a card. Like, I used to go to the late, go up there and be like, you asking for another card? I was like, yeah, it was a lady I knew. So I was like, yeah, I lost it again. <laughs> like, long as I can get the Last card time that I remember you lost it, I just looked at you, and you was just like, mm, oh, well. And I was just like, yeah, I don't think life that easy. Let's try to look for it. Mm -hmm. And luckily, the I think the um the DJ had it. There's always somebody have it. A lot of times, but I would say when I do leave it or like my debit card, it's usually at like the pl um wherever I just brought it. It was at Hamburger Mary's. I mm -hmm. I'll never forget because we was all scrambling like little rats. I don't know. I felt so sorry. I, I vaguely remember it. I would. I remember being like, I, I don't know why they're doing it so much. We can go to another bar, but we couldn't because I lost my. That's, that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how you were. I think I went home after that. <laughs> mm -hmm, you know, I remember going. Well, like I said, I don't know if it's so foolish. But I do think that I, if you're going with a group of people who you consider friends, I do think some actions that if people, I don't know, people, we can. People make mistakes or people overdrink or maybe like you don't realize that you're drunk, you know, had too much than you realize. And so I think it's some level of responsibility to be like, hey, you know, I don't know, um, some really wild, like you and your friend, um, drunk friend go in the bathroom and some girl was like, hey, you want to sniff this? That's something you'd be like, hey, girl. Especially if you know your friend don't. Especially if you don't know your friend, you know your friend doesn't do this, and they're just like too drunk to be like, I guess so. No, that's not the time to you be like, I guess. Hey girl. <laughs> hey girl, that's not the time to be like, no, this is not. No, this is not time to experiment. We are not doing this. I so I, I feel you, and I guess the word that I would use is, do I feel a sense of responsibility for safety? Yes. Do I feel a sense of responsibility for your promiscuity? And if it's not an unsafe per se situation mm -hmm. and you are going, 
Um, I'll shoot you a little reminder. Hey, you got a man at home, or hey, you got a you got a you got a girl at home. That's all you can. And do. if you if you blow it off, then baby, you gotta deal with your repercussions that come from that. You gotta you gotta hold the whole that one to the chest and just kind of be like, hey, when you wake up and you realize what has occurred, but I can't police you as a person and police your vagina or your penis. Like that's just too much work. And when people are drunk, they become very fixated on certain things that I've noticed, right? Mm-hmm. So like if you got the whole tendencies, you know, you become very fixated on it, right? You you want what you want. And I'm not gonna hold you down and and, and be fighting you while you drunk. No, if that's what you made a decision to do, I'll remind you and I'll move to the side. But that's all I can do because we yeah. we have a responsibility as an adult as well to be mindful of how much we drink and the repercussions that can come from it. Same thing goes with drinking. I remember most recently, maybe about a year ago, um, I was home and somebody was drinking. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 need, I need your keys, dog. Like, you can't drive. And they legit was like, Trying to man, 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 handle me for the keys, mm-hmm. baby. At this point, I'll follow behind <laughs> you. I'll keep the six car length distance, and I'll make sure you get where you gotta get, and we'll stay on the phone. But that, 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 I, I, I had to grow to that level because when I was younger, I wanted mm-hmm. to be that mama bear. But like, once I hit like maybe like twenty five, baby, you be grown. If you can't handle that alcohol and you want to act dumb with it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. If I, if I got to follow the police to get you out, we'll handle it at that point. But um, I'm not going to fight you for your keys. I'm not going to fight. No. No, I'm None not. None of your business. If I know I can take your keys, and especially if I know you're drunk and I know you're going to give me a problem, I would try to do it slick-wise. And then I'd rather just take your keys and leave the whole like the whole area. Or at least... Um, Had I thought about that, that would have been wise. Yeah, we have no choice but to call an Uber. Or be like, oh, I can get you an Uber. Dick will be right here in this, um, on the stop right here in here. Thank you, welcome. Mind you, I told him, Dick, if they said your car could stay, I'll bring you back in the morning to get your car. Mm-hmm. Want to have a whole fight? Look here, I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm here for a, a good time, not a long time. We not going to do this. That sounds about right. <laughs> we can have a conversation about something to remind me about it. After <laughs> about that person. Here we go. There's no understanding, y'all. It's not me. I digress. <laughs> I, I take Ubers. I'm good for taking Uber. Let me say, oh, so our next topic is dating exclusively. Dating but not exclusive. So it's this Instagram post that um a guy is going off on um a a, a woman about her dating multiple people because uh, he thought for some reason they were dating one on one. And her response was like, we're not exclusive, basically, and I don't see why you're mad. And so it goes like a whole debate about it. Like, is dating somebody exclusive? Or was he more so was he in a wrong for dating multiple people while she's dating him? So um, this goes back to something that we talked about last podcast with what is damaging relationships or something like that and it's communication right mm-hmm. um for for me it's communication and one thing about men is that men will get to a certain point in their head that they feel that something is something 
So example, he felt that they were in an exclusive relationship, but he felt not to express that. And it's likely beforehand they had a conversation that, oh, we just dating. You do you, I do me, and we're just dating. And when we get there, we'll talk about it. But he never got to the point of talking about it. And when it snapped in his head that this is my girl, he never said, yo, you my girl. So she out here living her best life because she's saying that we have not put a title to this thing of dating. We just said that the title is we're dating, which leaves it open for me to date other people. Um, so I don't feel like she's wrong. I feel like if you want something, just like when you want a raise, just like when you want to get the new J's, just like when you feel like a man has disrespected you and you want to pump your chest out and fight them, open up your mouth and tell that girl she's your girl. And can we move to this step? And are you okay with that so she can let go her other hoes and be exclusive to you? You ain't wrong. But do I feel like she was wrong? Absolutely not. Because at the end of the day, until he decided that that was his girl, he was doing the same thing. He just mad that she continued doing it while his feelings had changed and he had not communicated it. That's I'm what so I said. I'm so glad you saw you said that. Because <laughs> I'll let y'all into my dating life event, uh, I guess very small part. Half the time it's I have gotten into like an exclusive relationship with somebody, it's because of my nonchalant behavior in a sense of like I will openly look in your face like, Oh, you wanna be Friday? um they'd be like, Oh, you wanna be Friday? Oh no, I have a date. And usually it comes from it comes from having then all of a sudden that same conversation he's having well that ain't right with that hold on that's not what we talked about that's not that's that's not we discussed this you and you you seem to be in your feelings they be like oh, no. I'm like no I'm okay and I feel like a lot of men a lot of men don't they're okay with what they're doing until the other person they act like they i would say they can simultaneously have feelings for this person but it's like a weird thing if they don't want like no just even like in marriage if a woman cheat versus a man cheat the man wants you to forgive him but the moment a woman do it it's just like oh no you some type of hoe off the street and i feel like a lot of men date with that mindset of like no she's only dating me when it's like no see you got you got a competition sir and it, if you don't if you don't if you don't open your mouth like i think it's levels to like dating if i feel like you have to kind of have that conversation if you don't have the conversation then the person, people are free to date who they want to date now is it awkward or it, like if you feel some if you with your friends and you going i don't know um you go to use houston's what you said earlier houston's and you see um the person you talk to in the corner somebody else you cannot you can't get you cannot get mad it is all fair in the, in the love and dating um pool absolutely it is, it is not your time to get mad and i would say if you do get mad my personal um i feel like how i'll end up getting what i end up usually for like end up happening if you do end up getting mad it's okay to express it let me know don't demean me about it and then we just ain't gonna go nowhere. You could just be another. Have a, but, have a level of emotional emotional um, maturity because I, I feel like that, that that's something else that's lacking there. Like if you you're not like if I if I see somebody else that I'm dating and they out with somebody else, which has happened, mm -hmm. I have been dating someone and I'm at the bar with my friend and they over in the actual like restaurant section. On a full date, can't be mad. As long as ain't like what, long what, am, ain't I, what am I to do partner. about that? As long as ain't your married partner, we're okay. <laughs> we not. And like I said, it's just like, you, more you so just having that conversation. 
A lot of people don't have like to have mm-hmm. maybe, like say, it's just that conversation. Like if this is what you, if you are feeling, I don't think it's you should be ashamed of you feeling some type of way about it. But if you feel some type of way about it, I mean you must like the person more than you think you do, and you want to take it to the next step. Now, if you don't want to take the next step, but you want them to stop, then you being selfish, and you can go kick rocks. Facts. And sometimes when I was kind of looking at that, I was I I questioned myself for men in that in, in these type of scenarios mm-hmm. because. Men are prideful, so it's like you're mine, but you, and I can have you and whoever else, but you can only have me. And I'm not saying all men are that way, but I see that more of it with men than I guess I see with women, right? Women are more mm-hmm. emotional beings, and they get more attached than men can. Men can run with four or five different women and have zero attachments to all and just be like, I'm having a good time. Um, So it's I wonder, was it oh, she's doing me and I don't like the way it feels. And he probably was dating two or three other women on the side too. Or was it that you really genuinely had feelings for her? Your emotions had changed. You felt that y'all was exclusive, but you never discussed it. But I was, um, those were the two immediate thoughts that came in my head. And my, my bigger thought was you just felt, you just got, you just realized that she was able to do you better than you. Mm-hmm. And now you feel some kind of way. That's all it is. Maybe that's a toxic part of my brain, but yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> the things I want to say is not something I don't feel like it should be expressed on this podcast. It'd be, it'd be kitchen table talk. Just wanna, <laughs> I would say one, I could say this one. One time somebody, it's a song out there. I'm not going to say in particular because I don't, I don't follow them actually anymore. Um, and they compare our situation to like a song that was like toxic because of like the same scenario in a way. Mm-hmm. We stopped seeing each other not too long after after they made that comment. <laughs> yeah. I so sp- speaking of unrealistic narratives, um, so, expectations. Yes, expectations. So I thought we thought this would be real cute about what a guy talking about. He doesn't believe he. Now, it's a guy that's talking, not a lot of girl, that he doesn't he doesn't want his him or he is not going to fart or poop um, in the same, I guess, what, area as, as his, like, spouse. So he don't want to hear. He don't want to see it. He don't want to, like. It was a combination of both. So he, he, he would not fart in front of his significant other. He would not go take a shit in front of his, his immediate other while they were there. And he has the same expectation of the person that he's with. He has this unrealistic expectation that you should be presenting your perfect form 24 seven with the person that you're with. And he's not saying a person that he's dating. He was legit saying the person that he's with, like he, he even went as far, if I'm not mistaken, I remember this conversation that like, she can't go to sleep with me at a bonnet. Or if she does, she has to wake up, like put it on once I'm asleep. And by the time I wake up, she should have a full face of makeup, teeth brush, beautifully dressed lingerie like it was just very like outlandish expectations where mm-hmm. you will never be able to be yourself with him and he will never be able to be himself with you Honestly. and that's what he considers to be a relationship mm-hmm. that told me he's not to me i would say how i looked at it i actually felt really sorry for him because it tells me that he approached every relationship with one foot out the door and he expects perfection with that one foot out the door and he's not comfortable with somebody getting close to him to the point where he expects you to be perfect and like i said that's not a realistic expectation i think after a while like i said holding in your shit is toxic 
whether it's emotionally it's not good for your body or just no physically <laughs> it is not it is not it's not, it's real toxic and like this expectation i think sometimes people have this narratives of like unrealistic expectation of what people should do and look like and i think it really hinders people from finding relationships if we had to kind of give like uh, um what we talked about last time i said it's unrealistic expectations and narratives of what people are expecting instead of just kind of getting to know somebody and see if it works for you mm. i totally agree i feel like you it's something that in your day-to-day -day life all of the things that he mentioned that it's something that you can't do is it's, it was a lot of like just your natural functioning of a, of a person mm. at some point i have to wash my face and take off the makeup and at some point you should want to see what your person truly looks like he he wanted what the outside sees to be also what the inside sees and that was a little bothersome to me it almost it, it really gave you need therapy you need help or maybe even some mental help but damn sure you need some therapy because if this is the expectation that you expect do i believe that you should be giving your your best to your spouse yes but your best to your spouse is not your physical and in in a hundred percent terms right like should you be healthy should you be taking care of your health absolutely but the fact of whether i have on makeup or not the fact of whether i fart around you or not or pass gas around you or not or i have to take a poop or not like mm -hmm. it, those are natural bodily functions and for you to tell me i have to hold it in in order to live up to your expectation i could never be with you not at all and it, it's just like he's are you telling me if i'm at your house and i gotta go i can't go no like, i don't know who gave him that reality and the way he spoke it it was so sometimes watching social media i hate the narratives that are given because people actually go around and believe it mm -hmm. so like and I'm 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 a, I'm a trail back a little bit. There was something that um that I think Sexy Red said about gonorrhea, and me and you had like a little disagreement about it. But I'm like, this is what's being fed into the narratives of these kids. Same thing with his narrative. Some kid gonna listen to that and then be around telling his girlfriend, "Oh, you can't fart around me. Oh, you can't you can't use the restroom around me. You better go home with that." Like, mm -hmm. really, you're gonna really like you're gonna really do that to her, but you care about her, but you love me. Get the f out of here. Well, you know, see, that's a whole different conversation. I understand. I understand what you're saying, and this is what me and um, actually somebody talked talked about. Um, and it actually ties into our next topic too. I think one of my disappointments in like black media is they don't highlight everything, or they pick and choose to highlight everything. And I feel like a lot of the messages a lot of the younger kids are getting, like I said. You don't really have to highlight, you know, sex red about gonorrhea. If that's what she want to do, I'm not taking that away from, from her. However, I do feel like if you're going to show somebody like sexy red, you should also show somebody who's also doing something very positive and, and actually, like, engage with it. Our TV shows get, like, bad, baddies, West and East and whatever the hell, um, all them people. Um, I don't I don't even watch the show. That's a toxic show. And I, I know at least about a good, I can name a good five girls. And I don't even watch the show. I can name two, and I've never seen an episode. It's, but but I know every time they have a fight, because they make it on um, what neighborhood talk or something. Yeah, it's it's always on there. You just see the name, like I don't I don't really know who this is. Okay, but, but you see the name enough to be like, I guess they're on baddies stuff like that. And I think it's sometimes it's for me as a person, like, and I think this is when I said when we talk about like leaving social media, because I'd even trying now to like unfollow. I don't follow Sayroom, but yet I still I still actively get it on my page. And then mm -hmm. so it doesn't really matter because it's just like 
all you saw at this point is negativity. And so it feels like I am being a little bit older or like conservative. It's like, if you're going to show that or just erratic behavior, like I said, that is an unrealistic expectation. Like, I feel like two years ago before, I feel like it was two years ago, China had regulated, and I, I could be butchering this stuff, but I feel like China had regulated their TikTok to where it only showed educational things and like positivity, if I'm That's not mistaken. probably that's why you, in your TikTok that's that's um because because the U.S. can't control TikTok they took him to like court to kind of try to ban him and the crazy thing about like that whole like court case is all China did was come up with an algorithm that fits the needs of their users and so if you're seeking out this information maybe the information was already out there before TikTok even was created. I'm not saying I don't enjoy sometimes like watching certain things, but we actively have an algorithm in everybody's like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter to explore acts like mess. And it's funny because honestly, my TikTok algorithm is more of me than my than my, my Instagram algorithm. Meaning, like my TikTok algorithm is always giving me like new ways to make money, about Mm hmm. plants, about about things that interest me. Um, while my Instagram algorithm is literally a cesspool of other people's lives. And it's like, why do I want or and or need to know about this? Or somebody gave us some form of relationship advice that's real unrealistic, like what we're talking about right now, right? But I found it cool when I brought up the whole China thing is that like, at first, when I first heard it, I was like, why are they doing that to them? But now like really paying attention to what we, what we digest from social media, I feel like it wouldn't be so bad if we had it because we take in so much garbage from social media And, and the things that we, that just come to us, whether it be your For You page, whether it be this friend sending me this, or I'm sending them this, because um, I'm like, oh, you saw that girl? Because it's, it's constantly feeding to us. I know more about sometimes um, celebrities' lives than I know about my own friends' lives, because it's constantly coming to me. Every new, every new thing, um, what's the girl name? I didn't think of her name. She just broke up with the fiance, and they both on social media Mm -hmm. Oh, super. having their own cute Yeah, she's like, oh, I, I bought the tea first. And he's like, I ain't cheat. I ain't. And I was like, why did I see her response and his? And why do I care? Like, I literally just scrolled. Dang. I was like, You, I'm telling you, to me, I get to a point with social media where I'm just like, um, certain places like my algorithm on, I've learned how to kind of tweak it on Instagram. I go on my um, the explore page and a lot of times I see a lot of animals, but I would, I would agree with you. The only reason I don't like TikTok right now is probably because um, every like other scroll I'm getting ad. But in TikTok, I watch a lot of. Um, I didn't. I wasn't a person to watch people watch um, play video games until they started doing them scary games, and that was interesting because I'm not playing them, but it's watch. It's fun to watch them play. But like my TikTok is like I said, I wish the algorithm of the social medias were better, and I do wish that the media outlets that are supported. Cause we go talk about the state room. We are. We are definitely gonna talk about the state room. About um, and it's a very good reason why I'm talking about why I can't stand the state room to the very bottom of my heart. That's to the bottom of your heart. Mm-hmm. It's it's got it's got the way when we get to that topic, we'll um talk about it, especially the ownership. But for right now, I think we're gonna take a break. I actually need to refill my drink. Um.
It's Friday. I, I didn't finish my mind too. I was gonna wash my hair, but I guess I'll wait till tomorrow. Ooh. Take a quick break and you know, we'll be right back. Alrighty. Hey y'all, welcome back. You know, hope you refilled your cups, took a little break, do what you gotta do. We go jump right back in these hot topics. Now I feel like we go start into like I want to start off with the positive and then we go in with a negative. I want I want to do reverse, but I feel like the conversation how it's gonna go is gonna it's gonna have us talk more. Um, so I went to see the color purple on um, Christmas, and Christmas I Day? yeah, okay. I went um, it's like a small movie theater that's not too far from me. It wasn't me. It was me and a bunch of white people in there. Um, it wasn't like it wasn't even packed either. Well, of course it's Christmas, but one thing I would say if you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna tell you like any. Well, most people have seen it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discuss any like details that probably what that was not in the um, the original film. I would say I really did love it, um, especially it being a musical. I feel like it gave it a different life. I wouldn't. I think when people say, is it better than the original? I think it's in its own separate lane. I don't want to compare it. Um, so it's a musical? It is. Don't be one of the people I'm about to, I'm about to talk about a negative part. Huh? I said, don't be one of the people I'm about to talk about a negative part. We'll, we'll, we'll keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch I didn't say anything. There. I just said, oh, it's a musical? I'm a musical fan. Oh, yeah, it's a musical. Some people didn't. We will talk about it in a minute. I would say from the dancing, from the acting, um, Fantasia did a solid job. Would I give her an Oscar for it? No. Um, and I think it's more so because he just unfortunately happened to be around other seasoned actors. Like, she did a really, really good job. But I think it's a difference when you have a different type of training. Um, and some people stood out a little bit more. Um, which is fine. Like some people have bigger personalities on screen than other people. And um, the girl, um, Danielle Brooks, Tasty from Orange New Black, did a really good job. Um, Harpo, like it was a really good film. I say you should really go. Um, like when it comes on streaming services, I'll watch it again. Like it was a really enjoyable like okay. film. And I, and I think what I do like it, I was if I had to compare it, I like it better far as storyline. In this one versus the old one, more so because everybody got a, a little bit better character development. But I don't think one could exist without the other. So you don't one, think the first color purple could exist without this? Well, it. I think Whoopi Goldberg's is the shining star in that one, in the original. And um, this new one, it seems like Celie was there and it was in all her imagination, all of the stuff, but other characters got more of a better chance to develop and kind of get more, it followed a little bit more um, in a way in the book in a sense, but more of like in the musical sense. Like some things are not in there, they, I'm going to leave that alone, but it was a, it was a good film. Did they, they do me and you? I'll give you that, yeah. Um, like I said, it, it, like the representation, even like keep certain people being in there. It was like a real, I would say it's a really enjoy watching. 
so as we talked about like unrealistic narratives in the past topic and um how um i think it's very unfortunate as i'm usually minding my business as a um especially as a black queer person we will talk about that too that i open my social media a lot of times and i'm just it feels like i'm randomly attacked and that's was this one like my biggest reasons for, like not really like social media in the past recent months and i guess in the past year and so when you look at like the color everybody was like so happy about the color purple and then you get on social media and i'm just you know scrolling doing what i do and people are like criticizing the film because um of Celie and um Taraji's um Suge kissing. They look like they kinda go a little bit more deeper than the than the um than the original film, but they don't go too deep in it to where it's like they're doing like, you know, everything it was kinda left to interpretation, but you knew what they did. If and I the, remember the real color purple by uh, I recently seen it within the past year. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mouth is burning. Um, <laughs> it was, it was, it, it was inferred. I guess is the word I would use. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can make your own assumptions that there was something sexual of nature going on between Whoopi and Shook, right? Yeah, because I think it was like so. Early why is 80s? it being brought out of proportion now? People that not- was clear in the, in the movie back then. That was very clear. It wasn't. It wasn't unclear. It was so clear. It was. It was like the writing was on the wall. It wasn't like somebody had to spell it out for you. Mm-hmm. It was clear. And that's why it's just like it's really interesting that people are mad and like it was just interesting because the argument from them was like why do you keep trying to put push this LGBTQIA plus agenda, which is a whole dumbass thing and a thing. And understand that if you feel like there's an agenda, I do think you're a dumbass. I can still like you, but I do think you're a dumbass. Um, and that's what they're focused on, and so it's just interesting. So, like, so you didn't see the child, um, the child rape. You didn't see the domestic violence. You didn't see, you know, the the substance abuse, um, with alcohol. You, the so child you, abuse. The child abuse. You clicked all over that, and that's what you talked about, darling. If you if if you read the actual book, they actually go a lot deeper. They eat each other coochies in there. Like they have a whole full blown relationship, and I do think the book. I like. I like. I every the original in the book and has its own separate like where it shines at, and it's all great. And so it's just irritating to kind of like. Then you got some people that was like, I didn't know it was a musical. How did you? I. I guess people don't pay attention. I guess I have to give that some grace, some for smart reason. But it openly said it was a musical. It said it's from the Broadway play adaption. It, it's a. You can't tell me why did you feel like you thought Fantasia just lucked up? It's because it's, when they started the I've Broadway, she was about it, but I, nothing in my mind told me that it was a musical. They are singing in um in the thing. They are actively singing. But when you when you look at who who are all the characters, the main characters, you got Taraji. They are dancing. You got the girl from Orange and the New Black. I didn't know she sing. The only singer that I'm hearing the name of is Fantasia. You didn't know. Oh, I can see you now because he did a Mahila Jackson. I feel like Jackson. Jennifer is Jennifer Hudson in it. No, Jennifer Hudson. I think she she played in a Broadway play. Her and Fantasia okay. and I want to say Cynthia so Revo. Why was people think that? I don't think you. I think you. I think you pushing it a little bit with the whole people like. Oh, I didn't know it was a. It was a music. It says it. The only singer. That means you didn't pay attention. Well, that it, it well, just. I, 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 
I didn't know I had to look that deep. I didn't know I wanted to see. It. Jesus. But they are, they are jumping. Did you see them jumping and um and and singing in the um in the original? It's in like the preview trailer. It is actively in the preview trailer that is a musical. Oh, I do say musical drama. So see, I didn't see that. I would have noticed it once I went online to buy a ticket, but I didn't notice that. Like that's just me being honest. And mm -hmm. it could be for a lack of paying attention. Um, but once again, I love musicals. I I, I legit like. As a kid, I loved musicals, so it being a musical does not phase me one bit. Um, but I had no idea. Oh, side note, that made me used to go to prom. We used to plan a trip to New York to go to like a Broadway show. Yes, I'm actually planning to try to go to one next month. I'm going to New York for a few days. Oh yeah, you on your own with that. I gotta one. see what's going on out there, huh? You on your? I can't. I I I I, I can't do that. Not in the winter. No, I just had for my birthday. I have different plans, so I have to kind of do that. Oh, well, we can talk about that after because I want to know mm -hmm. what, the, what the birthday plans are. But I don't know. It was just, and this is when I think about like black media and how sometimes it gets on my nerves because it 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 started to become to the point where I noticed it too much and I just kind of logged off of Twitter and it was like multiple days and just like people fussing about, um, going back and forth about. The color purple pushing the LGBTQIA plus um, agenda, and it was just like said what I just said before, and it was just irritating that like once again we have a black um, film produced by a black person, and black people are constantly like, um, and it's not everybody, but we have a certain sect of the of our community that is like, damn if you do, damn if you don't, and they don't support it, and you wonder why like, I have as um as a Marvel fan. As a person who's a, like, you know, at, who is me, I have come to the reality that I may not never get a Storm film because of like, and it's not solely because of black people understand the politics of like racism and how it influences how people perception people see around the world and numbers. I understand that part, but I do wish sometimes like as black people, we create more, we talk about, you no, know, we don't want to see baddies east, but we put out, you no know, films that, and I'm saying Color Purple is a trauma based film, no matter what. But there are positive. How films. you look at it? Yeah, there are positive films that could be made out there, but we're not making them. We're not promoting those things on on the shade room. We're not promoting those things on on other things. There's good things that are actually on TV that are actually really good, and good narrative and good story that we can actually get. So, so what I what I want to say is that there are positive things that are promoted on those sites. Those sites, they are. I see them. But the thing about it is, we live in a day and a time where negativity gains more more praise than positivity and it sucks right mm -hmm. um although it takes more energy to be to be mean to someone than to be kind people will typically choose to be the mean route than to be kind um and that's why kindness is praised so much and not seen as a normalcy so i i said that to say like i've seen great things produced on these social media platforms but even if you go and look at the likes compared to Example, I'm going to just throw out one that's probably an old one, but I know it probably made shade room. The one where the little boy, um, I think he got a car because he 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 worked and he he went to school and he walked to his graduation on graduation day. This is so old, like it's old, maybe like five, six years ago. Um, but I remember making it on social media and that was something to be praised. Um, but then you could show the next minute Cardi B and Offset um breaking up and look how many reviews and comments it gets um and it's sad but i think we're in a we're just in a, a very 
toxic. Weird time, toxic time, true, mm -hmm. that negativity is just seen so much in a in a brighter light and garners more attention than the positivity. And do I think if it was more of it, it could possibly influence a change? I still don't think that at this day and age of what we're in, it would influence the change that me and you are talking about on this platform right now. Oh, no, I talk about it. So and that's just I, being I, honest. No, I, I think I've come to understanding of like a lot of what I talk about in this podcast. It seems like a utopia. Every like it just don't be surprised if we're doing this still five, ten years from now and be like, hey, Bernard, how was your day in Finland in the middle of nowhere? I am great. <laughs> because like even like I said, as I'm getting older, as far as just like negativity is a lot to be open up your on my phone and social media and that's what you have to see and i think it inspires me to kind of just seek other things i rather now at this point a lot of times i listen to like a playlist or i kind of just go watch the anime movie or some more like anime or whatever but the color purple is a really good movie and i hope that it does um and i hope it still continues conversation that i know probably it's not gonna get nowhere about paying the black actors because and I think that's a whole nother conversation, but it's been something that Taraji is not the first person that said it. Monique has said it. Um, me and somebody disagreed with, with the manner, the way Monique said it. Who, me? Mm -mm. Me and Antonio. Oh. <laughs> uh, because Monique was never wrong to me. I don't believe Taraji made a valid point, but. I don't know. I think we all we I, I don't, we could go straight left on that conversation. I'm not yeah. gonna do that. Another day, another time. Another day, another time. I go straight left with that. Um, and just knowing it from experience, like just that. No, straight left. Um, moving right along. Oh, speaking of um, you know, the color purple and you know, that for God we talk about um. TD powered bottom jakes. And um so it was alleged. Um I would say I was I would give I would give them credit. The person that said it was no verified sources or anything, and so I'm not inclined to necessarily believe them. Um no it's no verified at all sources. It was just some lady off of TikTok making these allegations about T D Jakes going to um Puff Daddy's um sex parties a lot and all this stuff and he was the power bottom. And that's a whole other conversation too about the bottom shaming they've been doing. But well, what is a power bottom? What do you think is a power bottom? Exactly what it says. You you power the bottom. You you only get the bottom. You you are the bottom. Like they they top you all the time, and you do it back to back to back to back. I don't know. Oh, I know what a bottom part. is. So, so I, I know what the bottom is. So I'm just thinking you like the you like the the head honcho of it. If you're a power bottom, yeah, that that's yeah, yeah. You ain't so power bottom is somebody who like you ever like. I know we talk about um, when people are like oh well, who have sex and like oh the time limit. A power bottom is a light. Um, is typically framed in the light of somebody who consistently takes um penetration on a level of like roughness and like hardness and sometimes like porn star? 
basically like on a level of like really rough really um or sometimes or just more so just the it's either rough or the length of time it could be or it could be like multiple people um so i was kind of in the right ballpark <laughs> yeah like a power bottom it was this boy um you i don't think you nobody would know this unless you was on part of gay twitter um it's a guy called um i don't know how many he just i'm gonna call him 100 loads Your face. Loads. I feel like you almost broke your neck when you did. <laughs> All I can think about when you say her, my mind my, 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 my went, went straight to the gutter. So uh -huh. that, that's what that, that, that is exactly what it is. <laughs> he put on social media as a OnlyFans creator, and he's a power bottom, and he had a hundred people um, unloaded him in one in one day. And I think he, I want to say, honest, I'm going to say 100, but I, I, um, it could be lower, but I know for sure he, um, tried it. He tries to break his record. I feel like, so I. Look, I, and I, and I, I honestly, when you said it, I was, forget being gay and, 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 and anal. I'm even thinking of that on a retrospect of a person taking it in a vagina. Like it's safety. I'm like, not, no, I'm saying it's safety. Can, physically, can your safety is, is, a, is a, a big one, but physically, can your body withstand that much wherewithal? I don't know. We can get into a whole conversation like, about that because then it goes out to like that's that, not... that's deep. Mm -hmm. I remember like as kids and like young adults, I guess I'll say young adults, like people would make the statement of, oh, we're going to go to the hotel and fuck all day. Like, really, can you? Like as as a man, can you? And as a woman, can you? And even if the man can't or the woman can, can can you? Like so imagine your body here. trying to imagine your body trying to withstand a hundred penises, a hundred different penises mm -hmm. at different girth sizes, lengths, like the whole nine, right? Mm -hmm. Like how do you? It happens a lot with them. Yeah, I'd be throwing up. It happens a lot within the, I said gay community, but except we go stick to TDJX. But I, it happens like a lot. I, I'm always worried about. To me, every time I see it, I'm like, I want, like, I wonder how that STD like because typically, if you're having that much sex in one day unprotected, you're going to catch something from at least somebody. And that method of like, oh well, if I take prep, I'm okay. This is weird, but that's not the conversation we're trying to have. So T D Jakes, um Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. And then hypothetically, even if so let's say everybody was protected, but condoms break. <clears throat> How do you know who you got it from? Oh well see, with a hundred people. So it's a thing within the gay community. Um I don't know how it is. Well, I'm gonna say, well, straight people always don't have unchecked um, sex, but they, a lot of gay people feel like if they're taking prep, which um stops you from acquiring hiv they can just have sex mm -hmm. since everything else is curable which is weird mm -hmm. because it's still super gonorrhea out there but they don't take in account that taking antibiotics on a consistent basis you will build up a resistance so here's my thing i had no idea that <clears throat> I, I, i'm gonna say men so I'm, i had no idea that oh. gay men were using prep as their own form of a contraceptive to that degree meaning well, that they were taking too. prep in it 
and yeah, I know. But I'm I'm saying more stuff from what you were just saying that mm-hmm. from your experience within the, the gay male arena that they were taking prep for the sake of not having to use a condom mm-hmm. in yeah. lieu. Yeah. But also to say what you said about prep and much commercials because the, the prep commercials mm-hmm. have taken over television. And what I can say is, it wasn't until maybe 90 days ago I seen a woman on prep commercials. Mm-hmm. It was strictly garnered towards men. So it had me wondering, can women take it? But I think most recently I seen like this white and black gay couple and I think the white girl got green hair. And that's what stood out to me. Oh, they got women on here now. Mm-hmm. No, you you are not I'm moving wrong. along. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, I would say, like I said, we can move on, but I say you are not wrong. That's a criticism I think a lot of us um, usually have. They always have just gay men, and it's hard to kind of advocate for those things. When I used to have to go to, like, teach the classes because they always, everybody think it's a gay drug. And it's just like, no, technically it's And it's, it's so just... weird to me. It should be, it should be, if I think if it was, if it was, this is just my thought process. Mm-hmm. If it was more of an inclusive commercial that they did, especially with all the airtime they got, they didn't have all the straight people on it because they love to fuck without condoms. You make it's it better to gay pop- the gay and the gay and lesbian population. Like they love to fuck without condoms. Mm-hmm. You so think if they you... would change their messaging? <laughs> the messaging is, is is so off, and I think at this point, as much media as they've gotten, if they try to include heterosexuals, it, it would probably be a turnoff because. You have so overly indulged the LGBTQIA arena that you've left the straight people as excluded to now want to include us and be like, wow. That is exactly how a lot of like the guys used to be um, when I used to teach the classes. And it was just like, I have to explain to them statistically at this point right now, a lot of straight people are getting HIV um, because it's like safety is marketed heavily towards gay people. A lot of shit are actually acquiring HIV more, but yeah. With TD Jakes, I would say because I said it was it wasn't even like a verified source. Like I thought it was uh, some of the things I thought it was funny. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and lie. Um, I didn't really get into like the like the very big conversations of it, but I thought it was really funny um, how out of all the the memes stuff that was going around, usually the shade room posted. They did post his response, but they didn't post all the memes like they usually do with everybody else when it's trending. Could you guess why? Repeat it one more time for me. I'm sorry. So usually, um, so with TD Jakes, all the memes was going around. They usually shade room post like you know what's been trending. Cause you guess why they, but they posted his response to it, but they didn't post any, any of the memes. Cause you guess why? I didn't know they didn't post them. Something when I, I seen it, I wasn't really, I, I didn't recognize where it was coming from. Like the mm-hmm. platform was posting it. Um, Cause I look. Maybe he has an, maybe he has an investment in them. His daughter owns. Is one of the owners. One of his daughters is one of the owners of the Jay Room. Oh, the shade room? Mm-hmm. And 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 oh, it's it's so interesting that both of them kind of semi preach basically. One of them preach. Um, I know Sarah Jake um, Roberts preach. Um, and it's just so interesting. Is that the one who owns, or is it another daughter? Um, I'm more inclined to be Sarah because and well, no, the other one kind um, her life a little messy too. Um, so who owns it? Who's the part owner? It's one of his daughters. I know for sure it's one of his daughters. 
okay. And so it like no, they didn't post that. And so that's what was like it was. So would you blame her? Yes. If you're happy posting everybody else's business for your um entertainment, especially when you know it's not true, and you t you actively say you actively take money from people to, to post stuff, I give no fucks of if it's your family member or not. Keep that same energy. I see it as she's human. Mm. I'm gonna protect my daddy. And that's fine. Spy Saber gonna get blocked eventually for me. Even though you don't follow them, you gonna block them? I still see them on my feed. I'm gonna have to block them. The only reason I haven't blocked them is because everybody, like, between you and my aunt, um, my aunt, y'all send, like, people send me stuff from there. So if I, if That's I block them. Content. Hmm? That's some of our content. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I can't necessarily block it all the time. Are you going? Are you gonna, so side note? Are you gonna make that drink again? Yes, it's my second time making it. I love to burn. Oh, oh I'm like you've been burning your mouth <laughs> this whole. <laughs> I gotta find a way with like putting it on the rim, but that that heat, I love it. Mm, I just thought like. The whole fiasco of it was just interesting. I know he responded about he was saying he's not gonna respond to something that's lies, and if he goes, if he go, um, and he's not gonna use his sacred place and his sacred moment to um to spew um lies when he could do truth. But some of the memes was funny. I ain't gonna lie. That sweaty meme, and then um that one when he got his tongue out. That one his tongue out um killed me. I missed that one. Did you see the one that they said most recently? Um, they were saying, like, oh, it really wasn't T.D. Jakes. It was really Bobby Brown. Oh, I did see that. I was like, I don't... Uh, nah, I can't see it. I can't see it I from T.D. Jakes it, it was It was definitely T.D. Jakes. Like, I remember seeing it. I remember saying it to myself, oh, you're here. And then people said what I thought. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. At least I'm the only one thinking it. No, I would say also, I think it's known within every community that pastors are like one of the most freakiest people. Like That's what you like to do. That's no problem. You know, it's not, it's not I would say, I'm, it's not a shame of it, whatever gets me, because if he went to a party and it wasn't like it, anything came out as if he was like assaulting people like Diddy. It's just that he enjoyed the parties, basically, um, which is fine by me. And, and that, that's not the argument that I always make. Um, it's just interesting that a lot of people who preach against homosexuality or say it's in the Bible, as he as he says, um, you know, these things happen. And from my experience, um, let me see how I want to phrase this. From my experience pastors are easily the top five most nastiest people top five yes they have they, they would just have to be and that's based off my personal experience and also personal experience that i've witnessed have you been with a pastor did Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> It was in high school. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so it was fun. 
the, the, so uh, here's a couple of things. I mean, right? Um, mm -hmm. You thou should not judge, right? We should not judge anyone, right? True. Hey, I said it's not a so judgment. That's seeing, what he's doing. You seeing him? Me seeing him at a party, and honestly, if I if I really wanna if I really wanna play devil's advocate with this, mm -hmm. then he has parties. But the parties that people talk about, there's no video footage. So mm -hmm. at some point during his parties, cameras go away, right? Yeah. And what I seen was that TD Jax was at the party when the cameras were present, but it didn't seem like I, I cannot speak to Pastor being there afterwards. That's all I can yeah, say, right? I said, there's no proof. And I don't see anything for what he showed up to. Like, there was no footage of the, because there was a lot of video footage and pictures and stuff from that day of that party. There wasn't girls around twerking. It was an outside kind of like patio type event. And it looked real calm, cool, and collective. A bunch of black people mm -hmm. and others dressed up really nice, prim and proper. He had on a he had on like a suit without a tie type situation. Ever, he looked nice. Ever, have you ever been to a party? What kind of party? A daddy party. I went to several parties. I ain't been to no type of party, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie to you. Back in my twenties, I I used to be like, I hope I get invited to a daddy party, and I'm happy I never did. <laughs> Because it's just, it's too many people talking about his parties and what happens when them cameras go off. And when I say mm -hmm. it's too many people, it's people that are unrelated, un, un, no, no, no correlation to each other that mm -hmm. have similar stories to where I do feel that there is some validity to what is being said. 50 Cent don't talk to um, T.D. Jakes. I've never seen him in a pitch together. Like I said, it's too many people who don't you don't even see hang out. And like I said, I do. I said I would say as much as it was funny because of more so the memes. If that's even if that's what he was doing, that's no. He's uh, consenting. As long as he's consenting adult stuff, he's fine. Um, I think the church probably have a problem with it. Not be their business. They can go pray to the altar. Um, but. I would say as much as fun I think everybody's having with it, I don't necessarily believe from TDJ. Like I said, cameras do go away. And, it, and I say, it could be very possible. I won't be shocked. I don't, I'm never shocked when somebody just be like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. It's just, this is coming from, I, I, from my point of view of somebody who used to mess with a lot of DL dudes when I was younger. You would be shocked, I think, for people who are not normally accustomed to it, of who goes to, like, those type of parties and all of that stuff. But it was like I said, it was interesting how this gained traction in a sense of like it was just somebody making a random video and it's no verified sources. And so it, which is also weird because the shade room damn so don't be checking their sources, but they'll post it though. I'm going to keep that same energy. And, I, and honestly, I'm not mad at her for protecting her daddy. I'm not like, necessarily if, mad. If I'm, just being, just... If I'm just being honest. I, I, although she should have, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's a business. But am I am I really mad at her? No, she got loyalty and loyalty will get you further. I, I understand. I'm I'm not saying I wouldn't make the same decision. I'm just gonna no, I'm a whole different. And that's not even personal. I I am neutral in a lot of things, and if that's what happens, and and it has to be reported. Call me out of it. Just you understand. I, I won't stop it, or neither if that's what. Especially if there's like proof. Like I said, for this one, it's not proven. So it was just weird that it gained traction in the sense of like, 
of how big it became of of TD Jakes being a power bottom, which is just interesting. And I do think it does influence like a lot of homophobic behaviors within addressing things. But it's not something that I just I just understand. I was shocked. I was shocked. Well, I was I was having. I didn't expect to open my Twitter, and that's what um, was like being trending at all. Neither did I, but I had a good laugh. Yeah, <laughs> that, to me, that's what it really, really was a good laugh. But like I said, do I believe it? No, I, I would honestly need a little bit more proof. And like I said it, it could be true. You, you, you never know. Especially people. You know what are... I wonder with things like that is like. You 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 home minding your own business. <laughs> I'm gonna pause it. Hold you you, le, you legit home just minding your own business. You know you you probably woke up that morning had your 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 cook bring you breakfast in bed and you just you just sitting there you know you may have pulled out the Bible to pray after you put that Bible down and grabbed his phone <laughs> and he see he trending like what do you do. Look, and then, like, just just say, and like, you he tripping is... as a power bottom. You and ain't don't tripping even know what it possibly know a scandal. What it is. You tripping on power bottom, and then you like hold the fuck up. <laughs> like, what do you? What does your mental do with that at that moment? Because I, I feel like people who are in the spotlight, um, you you, you got to have a strong, leveled mental playing field because these people be attacking, like attacking. And I was like, yeah. even I would say cause it's a few celebrities, and I say no matter. And that's when I think when people talk about like Lizzo and Cardi B expressing themselves in a sense. Sometimes it really, I would say, a lot of times it gets to celebrities. Sometimes they, I do think they should probably, as a celebrity, need to probably have like a really good intimate group about like stuff that comes out about you, whether it's true, not true, or just like saying T D Jake's case is kind of up in the air. We don't, a lot of people really don't believe it, but you know. The content itself is funny. It's still, you know, making a mockery of him. Um, him, him, and his um. Well, not making a mockery because it's not a bad thing. It's still inf- influencing people to make a mockery of him. Because I think even um with SZA, I thought it was one of them celebrities that was like they don't get on so they don't really get on social media, and it was like and they got back on to promote like an album or something like that, and it was like this is why the fuck I don't even uh, I I wanted they said this is why I don't come back on social media because of these things right here. Being on being a celebrity on social media gotta suck because I feel like a lot of times like you said it, it's like walking down the street and somebody just randomly like hitting you with a rock for no reason. So true. And then we say something, people know like, why are you why are you online expressing your feelings? Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Facts. So mm-hmm. let's get into our last mm-hmm. and final topic. Mm-hmm. Which is our agree to disagree. Yep. Um I'll let you take over this one because I don't remember it totally verbatim. So there was a guy, um, I follow him on Facebook. Um, he was talking to another guy. Um, the guy was um, the guy was gay. And he was talking to a straight guy about how a lot of black men um, 
It was talking about he ain't shit. It was talking about he was in a way describing like the theme of it is about how black men sometimes black men or black men are not shit in the sense of how they treat black women and how they um tell a woman that she's too strong, but they don't know, they have no choice in a lot of situations to be. You know, they're with somebody, they're faithful, and then all of a sudden, like, the guy go cheat, and they leave him all of the stuff, and he was telling, talking, kind of, like, just talking about those things about how sometimes black women have to be strong, and he see them, he hangs out with women, he sings, he sees it on a consistent basis, and he made a comment of, I'm black first before I'm gay, and so when Valerie sent it to me, I was like, I agree with everything he says, except I'm black first, um, instead of gay. I explained to Valerie that um, I am both at the same time. Um, just because one can't be outwardly acknowledged doesn't mean that I, it's still not true. And so we agree to disagree and we put it in our, our topics. <laughs> so so my, my disagreeance with Bernard is that outwardly seeing the visual was first seen and he said first I'm black is you're a black you're presenting mm -hmm. as a black male um I know that your pronouns are they them mm -hmm. but you're presenting of what is a social norm of a black male when you mm -hmm. go to a doctor's office or a hospital the first thing that they're going to recognize is not what is your 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 sexuality preference more so than who are you a black male um and it doesn't take it doesn't take away anything from you being a black gay male what it does take to is even when an officer sees you before the officer sees any any movement from you any any vocals the first thing that shoots in his head is i see a black male when they go on the on their radio com and say hey i'm i'm standing in front of a six foot one black male they're not saying i'm standing in front of a six foot one black male so to me, in my opinion, mm -hmm. you are a black male first. Your sexuality was something that you had to come to terms of what you were. Just like I had to come to terms of, to terms of okay, I am a... And it wasn't that it wasn't in, intrinsically in you. That was something you had to grow to because as kids, we're not thinking about that at four, at three. At, we're, 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 we're learning social norms, right? But what we did know at that time was, and what we were identified was black female. Maybe it'd be... Black three-year-old female, but we're still black individual um, gender before we are the sexuality. And it doesn't take away the importance of it. it, doesn't take away anything of that, but you are that first before the world will identify anything else on you, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. um, I can't... And they'll treat you regards to that before, to me, they'll treat you regards to your sexuality. Really? I do think it comes as a close second, but hey. Mm, that is so interesting. <laughs> so, I understand what you're saying as far as if we're going based off looks, there can still be some gray areas, but in my personal belief, you are born gay, and so it's kind of like in the sand, you're black and gay, just because you can't necessarily see one, that doesn't mean it's not there. However, I, I'm a, well, to quote RuPaul, I learned that I was gay first before I was black. And that came from um, my own kinfolk. It is like, 
it is an interesting intersection that I think a lot of black Americans have when it comes to black gay people because it's like we're expected to sit there and fight. We're expected to tell you that we're black first before we're gay first. Um, and I think the perfect the perfect person, if you, ever, you, you watch Rustin on Netflix, right? Yeah, I started watching it. I didn't mm -hmm. finish it. It's, it's the theme in a way. It didn't matter that he helped, that he was organizing those marches. It did not. It didn't help. He was doing all those things. He was. He was. He happened to be both. He didn't even put his gayness out there. Who remind him he was gay? The same black people he was helping. Even if I had to take that out of it, I do feel like you are born gay. It's just like you're born straight. And so, if we're going based off appearance, yes, you are right. But if you ask me personally, I can't. I I don't have the option to put down one or the other. Is what I'm. Is I guess what I'm coming from. Because if I do put down the gay thing, I go to black things. I guarantee, as we just talked about the color purple, and we talk about it with T D Jakes, it's like so we. It's all fun and game, but. Still, the undertones is still homophobic of shaming him for something that people deem is wrong and they're ridiculing for him. And so it's like, as in spaces, I don't get, I don't get to choose to be either or. No matter how somebody feel like, oh, you can just um, um, hide in the closet, I don't get to do that. So what I will say is, and you, you, you kind of, I'll say you gave me an aha moment, opening my eyes. I don't know what it is to be to to be born gay and raised in a society where like you said something very profounding in the fact of I I had to learn what it was to be gay before I learned before I recognized that I was black, right? Mm -hmm. And that's 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 deep. That said a lot in that in that one sentence that said a lot. I don't know what that experience is for me to say that maybe it is different. In retrospect of, and I, I, I hope that when I said what I said earlier, it wasn't to demean the fact that it doesn't exist. It still is important. It still is, an, it still is a dynamic of who you are. But I can also understand from your plight where that comes into play. Hmm. And to have to acknowledge my sexuality before who I am as just a person outside of what I may prefer or like, just who I am as Bernard Knight, uh -huh. like, that, that's that's deep. So I, 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 I'll I sit back on this, agree or disagree to say that I, I slightly sit, I slightly sit corrected because I, I don't, I don't know what that is. And that's, that's deep to have to recognize one before the, the immediate obvious, the immediate obvious. Because hmm. the only white person I grew up with is my grandma. Our whole community was black, and it never occurred to me. And it's not saying I don't like. I want everyone also everybody on the podcast. It's not, I I enjoy being black to the bottom of my feet to the top of my head. It's nothing. I'm I'm not denouncing that. I'm just, all I'm saying is that I understand what people are saying there, and they're attempting to saying like they're black before you're gay, and that's how the world is going to view outside your sexuality. However, yes. But there's multiple worlds with is an intersection, but because it's spaces that I still to this day go on go to. Um, actually, we can, Houston, you pick a place. If you go to like a majority straight place, in some places that were like I said, just certain places, they're gonna make me acknowledge that I'm gay. No matter if we look alike, no matter like if I have done something, and I said Rustin was like the perfect movie if you watched it on Netflix about the gay, um, the gay, the black gay man. 
Okay, black man, however you want to put it first. Um, and he helped Martin Luther King in the movement and the stuff and how his name wasn't really mentioned in um, a lot of the things because then they, uh, in they, um, double, um, ACP, uh, oh no, I always fucked that all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to follow you. <laughs> my mouth just, I have mush mouth, y'all. I'm my bad. NAACP. Because <laughs> I started thinking about Whoopi Goldberg. My bad, y'all. But like I said, even like with the NAACP, like sometimes I don't feel like they are they are moving in the right direction. Because just like they were, Whoopi Goldberg, if you should be a clip that's going around now, Whoopi Goldberg talking about how the people that was a lot of times having issues with um, her, the color purple originally was the N, um, NAACP. And next, and when because of the what, because they feel like they should have made it, and also the lesbian kissing scene, and so it's just like, I, you don't get to walk. I can't say I can be black um, first before I'm gay because when I walk in, a, in when I'm in a black space, I oft, often get reminded randomly how gay I am. I can't go to someone like the actress and dress certain ways. Um, I can't go to um, grooves and not be turned away because I'm I'm dressed a certain way. No matter why, it doesn't matter if I'm like in the community helping people. It doesn't matter all those things. And I think that's what I'm always trying to say that if we're just focused on just the black experience and what you look like, yes, you are right. However, within that, I'm I can't erase my existence while I'm in black spaces and how. To me, it has to be an intersex because I don't get to choose no spaces. Because often, no matter how many times we are starting Black Life Movement, it it does not matter at all how many people are. Because women and gay people, Black LGBT, well, say Black queer people, oftentimes start movement. Why them straight dudes always don't do shit, but they benefit from it. And I, I think that's the only thing I would just say. Like, I, I don't agree with it because like, he was in a black space when he was talking about it. And he was just like, you know, if we're going based on just looks, I guess so, yeah. Some people still even then can't hide. They're, they actively get see their color gets erased. We think like a black trans woman. They see a man. They don't see a black man. They see a, they see a man. I get you. So, it's just an intersection. That's all I'm saying. So I, I get you. I can't even. I can't even fight the 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 the. I don't even have an angle to come at you with to even play devil's advocate on that one. It's it's a little deeper than just the visual. Yeah, but you know. It's the angle to stop me from loving my people, cause it's not everybody. Cause I still want everybody black to win. Issa Rae. Sumi are rooting for everybody that's black. Mm hmm. I'm interested in how these Oscars gonna go. I think maybe next podcast we can talk about at black actors. I feel like that'd be really cool to talk about. Or we can save it for February. All right, y'all. So we got to get going. I am hungry also. Um, I've ate an apple. Um, and last time I ate a full meal was this morning. You better than me. I ate at the beginning of this podcast. Well, you know, I just got from my haircut. I just came directly in and got everything set up. So I was like, ooh. 
it was a short work day, so I didn't. When it's a short work day, I usually just go home and eat. But you know, I didn't get I'm very that happy chance. that we got this done because I just don't know what this weekend gonna give. Ooh, I'm happy that we got it done. <laughs> but guys, we totally thank you for joining us. Um, we are wishing you much prosperity through this 2024 new year, mm -hmm. and we'll see y'all soon. Yep, and happy new year, y'all! Once again, happy new year.